2: Welcome back
0: to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the great wizard Bukake, your host. Our heroes have solved a mystery, and Asgard isn't in war yet. Quinny managed to keep his secrets inside a mass zone of truth. Juniper rejoined the party and told everyone she was a werewolf, but no one made a thing out of it. And Butthole laid out their findings and convinced the foreign envoys. But what will they have to do to win over Sembia and make Asgard truly safe? Find out next on Dum Dumbs and Dragons.
3: Dum Dumbs, you have managed to temporarily satiate the envoys from the Lord's Alliance and from Vassar in the murder investigation of Longadon Geese and the disappearance of Raish Grey. You still, however, need to be vouched for uh, by a neighboring state in order to... Qualify for uh, non annihilation, I guess. That's a bunch of double negatives. Uh, Cormier really needs uh, a local group to vouch for you, preferably one that isn't called Vassal, because Warlock Knights in Cormier not the best of pals. And thus, you're left with Sembia, who has uh, come on behalf of the Lord High Governor, uh, Thamelon Uskervin the Third. I'm sorry. A Thamelon Thamelon oh. Uskervin the Third,
1: Familon Uskervin the Third. Okay,
3: yeah, whose name right. you haven't heard yet, but now, now you just have it. Uh, yeah. Who needs help in Selgaunt uh, and has sent uh, Kiran Bashkara to to uh, ask for your assistance. Uh, he has, and and you did uh, generally offer some some assurances of that. However, you needed to get through the show of art and culture, uh, as well as uh, the the development of your laws first, and then there was that whole murder investigation, and you know Kuhini's big night. But now that we sorted all of that, uh, it is time to finally deal with Sambia. So, uh, King Butthole, you have summoned uh, Kiran Bashkara to the, the throne room after the rest of the envoys have left. Uh, he, he arrives rather rather quickly. And he's a little edgy. You can see that unlike a video game NPC who gives you a quest and then is just cool if – it's like, quick, Link, we need to go do this. And then Link just fishes for five years and it's like, that's fine. He's kind of like looking at his pocket watch uh, knowing that he has to get back and a little bit concerned. But, of course, as soon as uh, Anon announces him, he's all back to business. Um, and he enters and he bows low and he says uh, – King Butthole, I am uh, honored to be uh, in, in your presence again. Uh, can I assume that this summons means that you have decided to come to the aid of Sembio?
0: Yeah, that's the plan. So, we gotta help you out. It sounds like you got an undead problem. Uh, what do you need?
3: Well, the undead gone is kind of the concern as as of late. Uh, I understand that uh, with, with your various powers, you were able to end... Uh, the, the greater undead problem, as we previously discussed. So mm-hmm. uh, we, are, we are simply looking for, for some assistance uh, in this. The silver ravens who do take care of Selgaunt uh, are perhaps up to the task, but uh, the Lord High Governor was somewhat concerned that their numbers might be severely depleted, whereas great heroes such as yourselves could make fast work of these undead monstrosities that remain in our streets. Okay, how many undead are we talking about? There are many. We
0: haven't counted them. Does that mean like a couple hundred, or are we talking tens of thousands? Oh, no,
3: no, no. Uh, uh, Closer to the the, the hundred count, I would say. Uh, They are incredibly strange, my lord. Unlike the uh, undead hordes that had descended on us previously, these ones... Well, I don't quite know how to say this without sounding a little bit daft, but they seem to just be kind of going about their business. They've infected all manners of, of, of place. They, they are all over. And when when approached or harassed, they go, pardon my language, ape shit and uh, completely attack and explode anyone who, who attempts to uh, interfere with them in their processes. All right. Well, yeah, that sounds like it would be really well, annoying.
1: Can I just ask the question, what are their processes and is it necessary to interfere with them if that's... Kind of the problem.
3: Chief Justice, may I ask, do you like the idea of living with a bunch of bombs that just walk around and do stuff? Just walk around being bombs?
1: Uh, no, I, I wouldn't.
3: Well, nor do I, nor do the fine people of Selgaunt, and yet that is how we find ourselves living with these undead explody boys. All right, so how I far see, away is,
0: is Selgaunt?
3: Well Sambia, my friend is is a little bit of a ways. It's gonna be a, a few days trek for y'all, I'm afraid uh, you will uh have to travel to the uh, the southeast somewhat uh, through the Dale lands is the the fastest I assume given your present circumstance uh, avoiding Cormier might be the right call uh, so I, I can. Uh, Give you some directions, a map. There are, there are places along the way you'll be able to uh, take refuge, have a little break if you need it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Symbia's on the coast. Selgant, of course, is uh, a merchant city on the very uh, southeastern edge.
0: Okie dokie. So we can get instructions. We can make our way there. We'll talk to the walking bomb people who also seem to mm-hmm. have jobs. And then uh, we'll get this resolved
3: for you. Well, thank you. I, uh, Lord Governor... Uskervin will be very, very pleased to hear that, and will, of course, vouch for you in front of these uh, fancy folk from the Sword Coast. That's great. Can we get, like, a letter from
0: Governor Uskervin saying that we've been asked to do this job, just so the locals don't think we're showing up as some sort of foreign mercenaries
3: Oh no. stuff? He, he sent me specifically to, uh, to ask for your assistance, so you are expected, or rather, I should say hoped for, given your lack of appearance thus far. And my lack of communication back, given the great distance. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been a couple days, but, you know, don't want to, it get
0: massacred. Um, all right, so let's switch that from hopeful to anticipating
3: our arrival. We're going to do this. Thank you. I appreciate that. I, I can't communicate that at this great distance. One would need some kind of pharmaceutical cell phone or some <laughs> such nonsense. The flight's a fancy one only hears about in books. Yeah, those don't go far enough. We can send a bird with a note strapped to it. Well, you know, the the governor's falcon, Honey Lass II, could encounter that very bird and deliver the message itself. Oh, so the bird's going to die if it delivers the letter? No, no. Honey Lass is incredibly well trained. It can, uh, if it sees a messenger bird, it'll just pluck that little little note out, just put it in his little talons, and just fly it right back. Okay, that's incredible. Can, can we meet this bird <laughs> if we do good? If you meet the governor, you would have a hard time not meeting Honey Lass. Honey Lass goes wherever Lord Uscavin goes.
0: Amazing. Okay. Uh,. We'll pack our stuff and
3: get going ASAP. Uh, If there's any other information we need, is there. He uh, pulls out the sort of map of the region, gives it to you, and you can see he's kind of um, uh, plotted a pathway for you. Uh, It'll take you sort of uh, down, um, again, sort of southeast. uh, Mm -hmm. Map-wise, kind of almost on a diagonal. Um, There is an abbey along the way, the Abbey of the Golden Sheaf, uh, that he says will be a, a good place for you to to stop and rest that'll be safe and you'll be able to to kind of um, reload there and 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 have a little bit of a little bit of a break en route. Um, it's the Dale Lands and the mountains are not they're inhospitable in the way that the wilds of the Forgotten Realms tend to be. There are monsters wandering around. There are like various factions that live around there. So it's just like if you need a safe place on the road, that's a good spot to stop. You'll be looking for uh, the, the River Arkin, which is on the other side of uh, the the mountains, which are the uh, Desert's Mouth Mountains. So once you get through the Desert's Mouth Mountains, uh, you'll be looking for the River Arken, which will take you past the Abbey of the Golden Sheaf. And you can basically ride that river all the way to Selgaunt. Um, you'll also be passing
0: – So it's Desert Mouth Mountains. Yep. Then we take the river and that'll take us past
3: the abbey? Yes. So okay. the river will take you through the Dale Lands, which mm-hmm. are a bunch of city states uh, or loose groupings of, of villages and other things. So a bunch of kind of uh, vaguely territorial, loosely held groups uh, into Sembia and then down through Sembia to Salgant, uh, which is on the coast. Uh, and the Abbey of the Golden Chief is in the Dale Lands and is a nice sort of hospitable to strangers place to stop along your way uh, that he suggests that you you stop at. Uh, beyond that, uh, yeah, he just recommends like the Dale Lands are a politically complex place in their own right. They're more locally complex than globally complex. It's not like the Dale Lands are out there trying to fuck shit up with the likes of Damara or anyone else. Uh, but there's a lot of territorial stuff that happens within the Dale Lands. So it's kind of one of those like just be careful where you're going around there because you don't want to get embroiled in a random local like turf war. Yeah. And then you're, you're uh, as I said, you are expected in, in Selgaunt. Uh, so your arrival there will be, be uh, greeted warmly. Uh, They already have rooms and stuff set aside for you. So it's really just a matter of of getting there. Uh, This is a a sizable journey, though, uh, in terms of the the distance. So you guys can make pretty good distance on foot these days, but you'll have to determine kind of how you want to travel if you want to pack stuff up, because we're still playing Dungeons and Dragons, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to make you guys travel as normal people for a while because you've had to be kings, queens, and lords for a long time. So um, you'll have to figure out what you want to take with you. It is a long journey. It's going to take a few days. Uh, Your big respite will be halfway there at the Abbey of the Golden Sheaf. Otherwise, Mm. you've got some camping ahead. And uh, obviously, the mountains, there are pathways through. These mountains get crossed quite frequently. It's still a fucking mountain range to get across, but it's not like you have to climb the mountain. There's pathways and stuff that have been kind of blown out through them Mm -hmm. and that sort of thing.
1: The only thing that Juniper really needs is her sword. And she'd really like it to be done (laughs) at the forge. (laughs) Be ready. Be ready. Be fixed. Is it ready?
3: It is. Yay!
1: I'm so happy! Okay. So,
3: um, so, so happy.
4: Uh, I'm, I mean, I understand. Like, we're <laughs> going to go deal with a bunch of undead and travel yeah, dangerous desert like, wasteland. Please, It'd be nice to have Please don't leave me that white big sword. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
4: I completely understand.
3: All right. So Kieran is going to remain here uh, because his it's like, half hostage, but also, like, it would be very strange if everyone's like, we're all going goodbye. Uh, so he'll remain here. Um, he's given you good directions. The map is pretty clear. You'll have to just figure out what provisions and things you want, how you want to travel, where mm-hmm. they want to bring, like, uh, you know, do you want to recruit a new donkey? I don't know. You tell me. But oh, yeah. um, figuring out kind of how you want to travel. Um, I would say traveling light is probably the order of the day here, given that uh, it's a long distance and also you're not really an official delegation so much as, like, heroes for hire in this particular regard so it'll be up to you um yeah you can make the argument for hammers and stuff if you want but that's not really the vibe um no
1: no caravan of hammers going down the river
3: you can try uh other than that i'll leave it to you to how you want to prepare and then bucky will arrive with a sword momentarily
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right well if you're asking me i think uh Reginald's got to stay, because we need somebody who is the heir apparent Mm. in case we all die. Okay. Well, I like staying, so cool. Perfect. We got that sorted. Uh, The rest of us got to go, because it's undead, so that's kind of my deal, and our other clerics Mm -hmm. are... We're short on clerics. Spoilers. Yeah. Uh, We got you guys. I don't think there's any... Okay, here's the deal. Normally I would just go with the three of us, but that's kind of feeling a little bit hubristic uh, in terms of we're leading a nation where a lot of people think we tried to destroy the world and we convinced the seven here, but we kind of had backup in terms mm. of those envoys.
1: I don't know if it's great optics to be just uh, us all just like being like, hey, passing them through. <laughs> great well, we, nation. We also, bye. We yeah. also
0: don't want like a ton of people, but I'm thinking like yeah. we take like a squad. We don't actually need them to do anything. They're just there to like travel with us on the road. So it's not just three people. Okay, cuz we need like official credit for doing this. Yeah, but we don't want to seem crazy.
4: I get it. So who do we like uh Doc Huckleberry, you know, he made it through the
0: a-ca, mm. uh insertion or whatever you would call it, but that's true. We got him. We got uh we could bring Crandit with the squad. We could bring uh Yeah, Crandit could be good. Well, Krendin's a general now, though. No, Crandon's a captain. Yeah, Krendin's a captain. Krendin's a captain. <laughs> Scout captain, nailed it. All right, we got okay. there, bite force. Um, yeah. Bite force, that's right. Okay, so we could bring Crandon, because he's a scout, so he brings scouts and bring like 10 people, I don't know, something like that. Or we could do Vismith. Who, who, who are you feeling? Doc Huckleberry? Uh, he doesn't really know the hammers, but he'd still be fine. I like him.
4: I like that he's, like I don't really know him that well, and I won't miss him if he dies. Oh, so you're thinking they're fully expendable? Uh, I mean, I th- I'm thinking he is. I think that's, you know, a
0: plus for him. Uh um Quincy, are, you, are you pitching we murder Doc Huckleberry on this no, journey? I'm I don't saying... want to bring people who can't survive. That's terrible. Well, we I don't think... allow the death penalty
4: legally in this nation. I think he's proven that he can survive. But I also, you know, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't be too bummed out if we lost him, you know. He just hasn't made a big impact
0: on me. <laughs> Juniper, how do you feel about the idea of bringing someone because we're cool if they die?
1: I I'm morally legally object. Alright, prepare uh, to get to your that. heart broken. However, he he is a good fighter, right? I mean, well I, I mean, haven't
0: left, but I do want to point out that I needed an attendant slash butler, and that's Doc Huckleberry. So you right. can't have my special friend.
4: I mean I like Crendon. I think Crendon's capable. He helped us evacuate
0: uh mm-hmm. Quintown, but
1: Maybe he can help do some training on our rests or... uh,
0: Or honestly, like, we could just bring him. It feels like he's kind of figuring out his own vibe. He seems capable. Yeah, Uh, yeah, okay. Grendon plus squad assigned by Vismith and Reginald because we don't know who's good. Yeah. All right. You got that, Reggie? Okay, I'll get it done. I'm pretty handsome after all and handsome reginald leaves to go collect the people we need. So he'll be very good at convincing them because he has advantage on charisma checks.
3: <laughs> we can just say they agree.
0: <laughs> but they double agree because he has yeah, advantage. They're very on charisma they're, checks. they're eager. <laughs> they're excited not
3: twice. Uh, so as handsome reginald goes uh, to to collect the crew juniper you you hear a, a, an eager pounding of footsteps coming up the stairs and who should arrive but bucky with your sword. The hosts
0: of Dum Dumbs and Dragons are 420 friendly all year round, which is why we are excited to have Indicloud back as a sponsor. As Indicloud gets ready for summer, they're rolling out a new product, Danksickles. Danksickles. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs. And it is so easy. All because we use Shopify. shopify.com slash dumdums that's d-u-m-b-d-u-m-b-s if you open a store with shopify you're gonna be hearing that sound a lot
4: hello everyone it's tyler hewitt here just taking a little break from the show to let you know that dumdums and dice have a patreon yeah did you know that have you heard about this We've got a Patreon and we got a bunch of different tiers for you to subscribe at. The lowest one being just $1 per month. And with that, you actually get one of my favorite perks. You get access to our patron only discord. You got a lot of fans hanging out on there already. It's very active. Uh, We hang out on there. We're active uh, and part of the discord as well. We've got one of my favorite channels is the questions for cast channel where you can ask us about our process, about our characters or anything like that, but also just like personal, you know, kind of get to know us questions as well. Uh, And I like getting to know the fans of our shows uh, on this Discord. So it's been great so far. I highly recommend it. You should head over to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. One more time, patreon.com slash dumdumdice. See you there.
1: chief justice juniper i have your sword oh wow bucky that was fast thank you did they did they want anything in return i i, I know I, it was a little bit vague
4: uh, uh well i i said i could you know uh, work off the the debt no. and you, you told me not to <laughs> yes uh so i i said like I, like i would do that but uh the chief justice said i'm not allowed to uh and then when i said that something about the chief justice they all really kind of like like, really, really got to work really, really hard and just said, here you go. So,
3: I don't know what happened.
1: That's, that's it? That's nothing Nothing more said?
3: As far as I'm aware. <laughs> no, uh, you requisitioned a weapon from the forges of akka <laughs> <laughs> They know what that means. It means do it yeah. very quickly or die. Bucky doesn't know what that means. But, no. Yeah.
1: Thanks, thanks, Bucky. I mean, great work.
4: You're welcome. You're doing great, too.
1: Thanks. Um... Juniper's just gonna she wants to handle the sword and test it out just give us yep. some give some little swishies put some little <laughs> divinity little in it swishes. little swishies <laughs> yeah. is
4: that the na- right. new name of the sword after it's been reforged <laughs> yeah. damages, damages resurrected as little,
3: little swishies it's just swishies and then oh. she can choose the size
0: yeah, or shape yeah, of yeah, the yeah, swishies yeah. being
3: given <laughs> alright so you give it some little swishies <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, juniper, it feels it what feels she great do with
1: the sword. it's it's very nope, well balanced.
3: Uh, they've they've <laughs> repaired. You know, it's got a bit of that uh sort of like gold filling style um rebuild on mm-hmm. it. Like you can oh, tell cool, that it's yeah. been shattered and, and put back together.
1: And it still has its blade of walls properties. It does, yes. Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. No, they're very the good. Is amazing. they made war
3: for generations. They know weapons very well. <sighs> yeah. Lovely. Uh so Juniper, I'm gonna give you one point of inspiration for having your, your sword back. Yay. It just feels good to to have, to have the the weight of it yeah. again. It's a bit of a comfort and uh
0: To get through all the other packing business that Butthole do, Requisition Reginald's glamping tents that we actually have a tent that can house us all without requiring a shitload of shipping and horses, the good horses that are attached to the castle. We don't need to walk everywhere, Yep. but hammers themselves, no Akai uniforms, none of that bullshit. They're just generic armor, just generic them up so they look like adventurers and they travel with us with Crendon. Then it's like enough supplies to get there and back. We're not trying to make a holiday of this. It doesn't require anything fancy. For Butthole, he would love to do some more generic armor, but he does have new adamantine armor that is better and (laughs) uh, more appropriate to his kingly status. So he would have a robe put together, which, again, pushes him right into that weird Santa Claus zone (laughs) of a big furry outfit that covers the armor completely. And then he can stick to the band or lose the band. He's not bringing a fancy crown. He doesn't need it. Cool. Uh,
4: Quinny, what's your traveling getup? I think it's going to be pretty light and standard stuff. He's going to trade out, you know, the Ushanka that he was packing, his nice, like, warm, fuzzy hat for all the colder temperatures. He's probably going to leave that Mm -hmm. uh, here in Akka, in Gary's uh, old apartment, you know, his kind of apartment now. Um, But uh, he'll probably see about getting a... um, some sort of, like, desert goggles and maybe, like, a scarf for uh, covering, you know, covering his neck if he needs and stuff like that, but also, like, cover his face during, like, a sandstorm and, and that kind of stuff. Cool. But other than that, um, like, I believe the code of Farch has, like, advantage on survival checks and extreme temperatures. So he's, like, he's going to keep that because mm. it goes both ways, hot and cold. Yep. Uh, and, uh, yeah, he's just going to basically focus on, like, utility
0: gear. Very cool. Make sure we're set. <laughs> uh, but going to walk out like a quid and be like, oh, it's hot here, right? <laughs> Oh yeah. And he's gonna go trade his giant fur coat <laughs> <laughs> for his like, survivalist coat and some desert wrappings. <laughs> so really, just, I was yeah, just gonna yeah. let it ride really sink yes, the yes, desert. Yes, yeah. So, yeah. Oh yeah, that would have been really stupid. <laughs> 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 All right, Juniper, yeah. how about you?
1: Um I think Juniper uh yeah, she doesn't know how uh, what she's gonna have to change into or anything, so I think it's going with the old standby, the armor of stone. Yep. That morphs to her body.
3: Great. So yeah, the hammers show up in uh just kind of standard uh adventurer gear it's very stripped down also these are rough and tumble folks their their goal isn't to let armor take the hits it's to do the hits fast enough that the armor doesn't really matter um so they're they're comfortable enough in in this they kind of honestly look like a bunch of like brawling sailor types at this point um but ready to kind of travel light and and hit as they need to um crendon similarly has dressed down he's got um, sort of uh closer to what he wore with the fries so just a very functional yeah. gear is obviously like stripped off the uh the logos uh for that unit but uh similar to butthole's initial instinct just like yeah i'm not gonna wear a fucking like a cod general suit out out in the world on adventures um so they arrive uh are ready to go forgive me are you bringing doc no doc huckleberry staying as a butler crandon uh, you bring credit. Yeah, so is ready to go. Um, and other than that, uh, horses are, are packed. Everything is ready to rock. Uh, it's time for you guys to get back on the road again for the first time in, in a long time. Uh, any final kind of orders or things you want to leave standing?
4: Connie wants to go see Ginny real quick. Um, I can't remember if he gave her the snow globe that he bought from the gift shop in a car to, like, give to her. Uh, I, don't, no. I don't think it came up. No, so, yeah, he's was, been she was too busy to
3: dealing with the impending uh, crown she might have to wear. Yeah,
4: yeah. Yep. And he would want to just basically drop by, let her know what's up, that he's got to go for a while, and be like, here, I got you this while I was here in a car, uh, and uh, I actually paid for it did not steal what? it yeah oh yeah you
3: paid you can do that
4: i <laughs> uh, apparently i am
3: capable yeah did, did, is that was that like a leveling thing did you did you gain that skill I don't, or it felt like
4: holding in a sneeze it like really yeah, messed my wow, sinuses wow. up. well wow
3: well this is this is very very cute and very cool and kind of weird uh did, wait did you know Do you be like conquering the place when you got it or did you just buy it in case i just thought like snow globe souvenir no matter
4: what well, happens, a little
3: something yeah, for yeah, you. No, I don't that's, know. that's, that's, that's super cool. Thank you for that. Yeah. That's super. So, so wait, so you're just going to like bring me stuff from wherever you go now? Is that, I was thinking about it. Well, that's kind of nice.
4: I didn't actually get a chance to ask you last time. Is there anything you'd like me to keep an eye out for in Sembia? I, I don't really know anything about it. I
3: just kind of heard about it. It sounds yeah. well, like, what do you like? I mean, if you, you remember Quintown, like it, it I don't really know. I'm kind of figuring that out. There wasn't a lot there. Aside right. from, you know, like root vegetables and pies, obviously, which are, are great. Uh, and like knives and traps. But I'm kind of good at building those now. And it seems okay. like gestures to hell world around. Like, also, it feels like this place is just kind of dirty with those. So I'm not yeah. so worried about that. But no, this is like I would never have picked this thing. This thing's like super non-functional and kind of weird, which I, I like. It's it's a fun, useless thing to have. I think it's just for looking at. Yeah, yeah no, I know. It's like what a waste of space yeah. uh, in a bag. But uh, I guess on a shelf. It's pretty cool, and I I maybe own this castle one day, and there's a lot of rooms, and I don't really want that old dead liches shit, so I'll have to clear all that out. I don't know why. I'm sure he's dealing with that stuff, but um, yeah, okay. So no, you just give me something you think is fun. This is this is fun. This is more fun than me being like, here's here's a here's a festive list of things to buy me. Like just yeah. Um, but hey, is this this isn't like this isn't like before though, right? This isn't like a a a scary. We're not coming back. No, no, just like a huge population of undead to deal with they explode oh.
4: i don't know we'll we'll
3: figure out they're just like so they're like all the undead that were around before they just got missed
4: no they're like doing their own processes is what i'm hearing but uh they're in therapy what, the, what does that mean i we're gonna go look and find That's out really and fix weird. it
0: yeah and you just you hear a knock on the door yeah Oh, Quinny, you're here. I just wanted to say, Ginny, like, we're leaving, so if I die and then Reginald dies, you're the heir. Remember that. Oh, I, <laughs> Cool goodbye, Uncle Butthole. Oh, no problem. And I was going to check, but, I mean, you're here. I was looking looking for you for part What's of this. Uh, just make sure that you say, like, appropriate goodbyes, because we could all die while we're away. So, like, just make sure that, like, it's, it's good that you're here. I mean, clearly you thought of this already, so, like, don't worry, Ginny. We're all going to be fine. I'll bring him back if he gets smushed or whatever. I don't think he's promised his soul to, like, some sort of weird devil, so we're good.
3: Cool, cool, cool. That that's pretty great. Hey, Uncle Butthole. Um, first of all, ah. Second, um, <laughs> speaking of uh, of of taking care of people and and bringing them back. Uh, how are your processes, not undead? Uh, going with you know processing all of this shit because I appreciate you guys could all like die, we've gone and everything, but like you're alive right now and I'm pretty sure Dad's not going to help you with this, so. You you working on it or are you just kind of putting it on a shelf like this cool snow globe dad got me?
0: Well, I got to go uh, hug your dad's parents because that's part of the tax that I yeah. pay for, for
3: them being part of the education system. And then I'm going to go prevent us all from dying. Oh, um, OK. I like that second part. Uh, check your pockets after those hugs. Sometimes they will slip small pastries into your pockets. And if you don't know, you will sit on them and you will look quite the fool. If you hug them longer, do you get more pastries?
4: <laughs> I've tested this and generally, no. They kind of prepared like a shot and then they're out of ammo, kind of. If you hug okay. them long enough, I guess they could discreetly bake more. But I've, I've never yeah, done it that. Yeah, long.
3: grandma referred to it as, as a tester, where I think she's, you know, like she, uh, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. So you, you could hold out for more. You could just also just ask. I think they're just kind of baking all the time. Yeah. Grandpa won't stop baking. On second thought, if I hug someone for too long, I might
0: feel something, and that's not going to work. So I'm just going to go. If we die, we'll be fine. Or if not, say goodbye. And he leaves awkwardly. He doesn't have family. (laughs) 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 He's not equipped for any of these conversations. He's just heard about how they're supposed to go from mercenaries who may have been fucking with him.
3: Oh, okay. Uh, It's scary to me that Reginald is making more sense than he is these days. Can you, like... (laughs) He's got a lot on his plate. I'm trying to,
4: you know, talk to him when I can. But we're also like, we all got a lot of big jobs right now. And yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I just worry about him. No, There's no, no. another
1: knock on the door.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. Sorry. Do you mind, uh, Juniper? Just kind of sidles in. It's like oh, I, hey. I just wanted a quick word with Ginny, just because I know the line of succession and everything. You know, just yeah, in if case you will die.
3: I'm the fucking anything Jesus happens. Christ. Just remember
1: future freedoms, yeah. all of that stuff. I I know Annan's got it pretty well in hand, but just. Mm -hmm, If mm -hmm. if you have any questions about the spirit of the law or or anything you wanted to know.
3: Yeah, I mean, a lot of questions, really a lot of questions about all the laws, uh, really the kind of things that would be very helpful to have an alive chief justice for. Mm -hmm. So maybe just don't fucking die.
1: Oh, oh, no, it definitely won't die.
3: Sure, sure. But like line of succession stuff, like maybe just don't Well, just in
1: case. Just in case.
3: Just in case, yeah. But like maybe just in case don't. And then it's it's not a a problem
1: i mean sorry jenny i didn't mean to scare you it's like a hundred undead it's we're i think we'll be fine
3: just like slightly slightly misty she's like i remember clearing out that town was less than that you guys are so fucking cool okay well fine i'm glad a hundred dead isn't a real problem for you uh good luck with their processes i guess and yeah i'll like keep your laws or whatever until until did you
1: hear about the processes
3: there was because talk I still of didn't understand what that meant. It's fine. I think it means <laughs> they're in therapy, but maybe not. Oh, we're gonna go find out. We're gonna yeah, go look yeah, at them. Cool. Okay. Well. Goodbye. I, assuming you all come back. Goodbye for now. And if, if you all die, uh, goodbye forever. You've all meant a lot to me. She like leans out the hostess, like, You too, Uncle Butthole. Um. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as your future queen, get the hints. And then she just like tries to do a regal hand gesture.
1: Yeah.
4: Okay. Uh, goodbye, Juniper.
1: Oh, bye. Okay. Thanks. Thanks again, Jenny, for just <laughs> taking all this on. You're you're an incredible person. And she'll just turn turn around.
3: That's really nice.
1: Juniper's a
4: really nice person. She is. They're both. Don't know how to talk to teenagers. Hang on a second. I like look out the fucking hallways. Like, is anyone else and gonna you come open in the here? door and you see fart <laughs> <Yeah>. holes? <Come laughs> <in there. laughs> oh, and just, he, you oh, of course, you yeah,
2: do you, daughter here.
4: Yeah, come, come on in. <laughs> I you're, guess you're
2: required to both do confession by the king. <laughs> Gotta do that for you. Go case you die. No, nah, I'm not gonna that. die.
4: It's gonna be fine.
2: Oh, that's nice. Okay. So
4: I'll, I'll I'll hit you up when I get back.
2: No, I met a lot of people in hell who thought they weren't gonna die, and then they did.
4: <coughs> oh, we can just talk about it in hell then.
2: <laughs> no, you have to do confession. It's part of the law. Then after confession, I have to talk to her about confession. I don't understand the rules, but you both have to do Confession. It's know. the law
4: Okay so, But you don't understand
3: how confession works is No what you're I saying? do
2: I don't understand how you two do confession <sighs> together But we do that after
3: Okay well uh, I can <laughs> go stand outside my own room Thank you Holy shit I'm sorry I just wanted to like talk Okay You know what Honestly, I think you you might need this, Dad. It's cool. Have a nice time
2: out there, future queen. <sighs>
3: <sighs> also, uh, she just goes and like cracks, daughter of
2: God.
0: She like yo.
3: cracks the window for you, <laughs> just like just in case he lives up to his name, and then closes the door.
2: So, what well, you got to confess? <laughs> when you do that so bad?
4: <laughs> uh. I don't know. I think I've been handling things pretty well. Some uh, what like like I feel guilty about or what? Yeah, I've never done confession.
2: (laughs) Okay. Well, what you do is you say the bad things you did, and then I tell you that they were bad, and then (laughs) then you feel better. I think I'm a goblin. (laughs) I'm kind of self-taught.
4: Okay. So I have
2: this form if you want to do the form.
4: Yeah, give me the form. Let (laughs) me look at this. No, no,
2: I read the form. You answer.
4: I can't just fill it out. (laughs) No. Because that would take you out of this so whole process, and it would be paper? like, why do we even have a religion? Got you have it. to
2: confess to me.
4: So what does the paper say then, All right. Fart hole.
2: Did you, it since, well, how long has it been since your last confession?
4: My, enti- <laughs> I've never had one, my entire life. Oh,
2: wow, that's not. Yeah. <laughs> how long have you been alive?
4: <laughs> I'm like 32 now. Oh my
2: God, that's like 10 goblins' whole life. <laughs> oh <my> okay, so, <laughs> been it's been a long time. been three goblins since previous confessions. <laughs> You're measuring time in goblins? I mean, the scale you chose is so long. I have to. What am I going to measure it in? Days? You crazy, Quinny. Okay, so did you do a murder?
4: I did... what, for, in, in three goblins worth of time?
2: I don't know. This is, You're supposed to have done this before. <laughs> she does not equipped for three goblins. How many murders do you think you did? Oh, but like man, once like, they weren't in self-defense, we're going to cover some bases.
4: Like <laughs> like, like, again, this hole, is, like 20 goblins at least.
2: No, really? Yeah, I think so. Wait, is that just goblins <laughs> or total?
4: No, I'm trying to measure stuff the way you do with oh, goblins. How much, uh, so how how much is a goblin?
2: in terms of the value of a goblin life?
4: Well, a value of a goblin life in time is, it seems like 10 uh, years yeah, per goblin. Yeah, because most goblins
2: only live 10 years and they're too old. Bye-bye.
4: Yeah. So then 10 <laughs> times 20, so 200, I guess.
2: That's how, you killed 200 people?
4: I'm not, I mean, I'm not keeping track. That's maybe, you gotta-
2: Okay, first of all, you got to start keeping track. Otherwise, confession is no confusing. That's going to get in the way of killing. Yeah, that's the point of confession.
4: Am I, am I
2: to understand? Do I less need killing. Do less? Do less. That's like. How much killing do you think you're doing? On a scale of zero to a rock. A rock, I think. Yeah. Oh, man. That's a lot I. Try, I, I it's. I feel like I'm pretty good at it. See, cause it, I say rock, cause all the other weapons that my my people make break so easy. Yeah. Whereas a rock lasts forever. That's so many kills.
4: Okay. Yeah. That sounds uh, right. That sounds you, good.
2: Did you do them and feel sad, or did you do them and have happiness in your heart?
4: Uh, maybe something in between. I'm sometimes happy, cause it was like they were bad people. How many I got of them to... do you
2: think were the, the happy?
4: How many do? Are you crying?
2: I'm having a time. Okay. I'm so sad about your soul. Oh, okay. You've done so many kills.
4: Uh, I have, yeah, and uh, I bet a
2: bunch that weren't even cool.
4: Hmm. I, mean, I mean, if they weren't, then those would be the ones that I'd be sad about.
2: Okay, so how many uncool kills do you think you did? And you better not lie. I'm
4: not, I'm not trying to lie. You're asking me to, you know, account for something I really wasn't keeping track of. But
2: I bet you know every uncool kill you ever did. If you're ashamed, I try you not know. to think
4: about them. Yeah,
2: it's sad, isn't it? <laughs> uh,
4: yeah, uh, you know. You, you get to... an opportunity to kill someone in a cool way, and if you you know you botch it, then that's like you can't kill them again. You know, yeah, that's one and done. <laughs> so it's, it's,
2: it's a lost opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I would, you know, what? Maybe you can't remember all of them, so let's choose some symbolic ones, and you can be okay. sorry for those. <laughs> all right. So I would say, of all your your uncool kills, yeah. What are the three worst last lines you said? Try to put it, you know how you try to put a tag on it, and make it cool? Yeah,
4: that's a big part of it. I bet
2: at least three of them you pooped the bed. So yeah. Give me the worst three things you said to the person right before they die. Yeah. Okay. Or immediately afterwards, just yourself under your breath.
4: There was one guy, uh, who you know he said like who are you and i was like i'm your i'm your uh your i'm your dream guy i'm your worst night i uh you dream about me <laughs> was i think the exact quote that i used? and i just did not like i really it's like i was trying to sound like your worst nightmare right like it's like a classic line yeah I you want to be spooky. but i tried to like spin it a little because like everyone says it so and i wanted to be like extra but i just told him that i was his dream guy and yeah that sounds like you're like, in love with him <laughs> yeah yeah which you know gave me the element of surprise when he bought it but i didn't i don't think i didn't feel like i needed it and who was he Who can? Who knows? Who remembers? (laughs) This
2: is a guy in an alley that you went up to, flirted with, and are you a serial killer, Queenie?
4: (laughs) No, maybe. I need to examine that. What what makes a serial killer?
2: Uh, usually you have to have killed three or more victims with a cooldown period in between <laughs> and no specific reason. It doesn't count if you do it for work. That just makes you a hitman.
4: Oh, oh okay, well. <laughs> like mean,
2: soldiers do that on the battlefield. But just like for, you know, you, you walk around. You're like, I don't know what to do. It's a Tuesday. So you go out and you're like, mm, this person seems like, OK, kill, kill, kill. And okay. then you're like, That was exciting. I don't do and a lot of those. And then you do those.
4: a cooldown. I did do like, one. Mm, take a breather. I did do one of those recently, but it was in a car person who was like a slime. ooze ooze man that's still
2: a kill that one goes on the list
4: (laughs) yeah yeah no that that one you know he didn't like wrong me personally or anything like that but he was like part of an occupying force he was a necromancer like you know doing like that feels like a lot of
2: justification for you to just kill someone (laughs) to make yourself feel alive
4: i didn't wasn't make me to feel alive it was just (laughs) make me feel better about having lost a friend
2: yeah, see, this is why confession works, and we use the sheet, because we <laughs> ask all those questions, and we get to hear, which is, you should feel alive without having to kill anybody. That, death is the opposite of life. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but how would you embrace death to get more life?
4: To stop, the, you know, the, the other bad people from taking other... People's lives.
2: No, so you're deflecting again because you said you did this one so you would feel more alive, which meant you no, didn't I, do it for more so I would feel reasons.
4: better. I feel the same level of alive. It was I was in a bad mood and killing him helped me process, like, <laughs> grief.
2: So where did you start and where did you end up?
4: Where did I start and where did I end up? Emotionally, I was, like, <laughs> sad. And confused because I didn't understand what was going on with Gary <laughs> and what was what he was thinking about when he died. All right, that'd and be sad. I, and, I, and you know, I was like sad about like not getting to talk to him again. Mm-hmm. Sad. Uh, and just knowing that it like happened here in this city with all of these fuckers around. Uh, and so yeah, you it was be just close like, to friends when he died. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, you know, to like, you know so so I'm alone. gonna take out one of these guys for Gary, kind of thing. Yeah.
2: But were you really doing it for Gary were you maybe doing it for you? A I mean, bit? For, you for, for, the...
4: for me, but in the name of like as revenge against gary do you realize, revenge for gary do you realize for me.
2: that i feel like you're one of those guys who's like a good liar so you can come up with a story for anything but Honestly, at the start of this
4: i'm not trying to lie to you right now because i feel like if someone <laughs> found out fucking butthole then I, this whole thing would just be an even bigger pain in the ass next oh, time.
2: that's interesting because i mean then you lied to yourself because you said at the beginning that you killed this guy to make yourself feel better and then at the yeah. end you said i'm doing it for gary but yeah. that doesn't help you feel better I, that I does help Gary. I, I I I I met Gary. He don't know this even happened. <laughs> he was in Bahala. How is he? He
4: seemed fine. Oh, can I talk to him? No. Oh. unless you
2: keep doing confession, and then when you die, you go Bahala.
4: Oh, all right. So well, how are we doing? Well, we're halfway how many, through the sheet. I was gonna so, say, how many <laughs> more <laughs> questions <laughs> you got for me? Next
2: question: Have you done a fornication?
4: <laughs> have I done a fornication, like sex? Yeah, that's yes. I think. I've had sex.
2: <laughs> what what kind
4: <laughs> What What are the options on the sheet?
2: Uh, the sheet just it, it's a box I can fill in. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, so You tell me. I'm writing it down. <laughs> I I I have no more after confession. I have to eat this. <laughs> Why Because it goes straight to bubble? No one, knows. confession, just between you and me. Unless you do bad, then I have to tell Bubble.
4: <laughs> That's doesn't sound... But confession's just about me telling you the bad I did.
2: Then you have to feel bad about it and do better. I tell you how, though. So tell me the bad.
4: The bad what, being what, what kind of sex I've had?
2: Yeah, I mean, which parts of it do you think were bad?
4: <laughs> None of it, really. I, I enjoyed all of it.
2: Oh, then no sin there. Good job <laughs> oh, on fornication. Okay. You do any stealing? Oh yeah. <laughs> Actually, that one on this form just says it's fine. Oh great. Paul I mean, seems not to have cared so much. And no. Most other churches
4: are cool with. So it, why no? is it on a confession thing?
2: <laughs> I didn't write the sheet.
4: <laughs> I feel like that's a bit of a cop out.
2: <laughs> I borrowed it from who? <laughs> okay, I made it up.
4: Yeah, I thought so. It, show me that. I was gonna say yeah. <laughs> There's
2: nothing on here, but I tried to write this yeah. text. What have you written it. there?
4: You've drawn three goblins.
2: <laughs> I wrote three goblins, and then I wrote zero to rock. <laughs>
4: And then, and I then you down, circled the rock. Well, yeah. Because that was my answer, I see. Okay.
2: <laughs> it was also a drawing of a rock.
4: Right. Don't see. judge me. I'm you... not
2: here to answer to you. All right. You you have done 15 sins. All of them, very <laughs> bad. Okay. Can you name the 15 sins? Just rattle them off for me real quick. You did a murder just to feel better. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. You did at least three uncool kills. You oh, don't know how many them. Okay. murders you did. Part of your fornicated seemed bad. Maybe you lie about it. You lie to me. You lie to yourself. Yeah, you're here because you did murder. You're not supposed to do. This. You're in trouble. Okay. Yeah. You you do lots of stealing, which is not a sin. But I bet you stole from friends before, and that, that that's a sin. true.
4: If we're doing the first confession, yeah, then that's one that I do feel yeah. bad about now. Yeah. Uh, I
2: bet you were disrespectful to your parents. <laughs> uh,
4: I mean, they got over it, but I guess.
2: Yeah, that's different. That's them being good, not you being good. I should a good feel job. bad about it, right? Yeah, you do, because you have to realize that you owe them a debt and then pay it back. <sighs> uh, on the list of, list, of, <laughs> list of sins, you try to help your friends after they're dead by murdering people. That doesn't seem like a good habit. Well. Do better.
4: Do better, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, you. Yeah? Uh, you don't praise bubhole or Moonhammer. I,
4: I do not, and I will not.
2: Yeah, so you're a heathen. <laughs> uh, Alright Then maybe you don't get to go to Hall and you never get to see Gary again How's that feel?
4: That feels like a fucking ripoff and the whole system is f- Bullshit uh,
2: Yeah well I don't know why I expect afterlife to be better than life It's just called afterlife It's not called better life I'm not saying it's it's this be is better I'm
4: saying it sounds like some arbitrary rules that someone with a blank Piece of paper is making up about who I do And don't get to see There's when another I die sin.
2: You don't respect the church or me or you don't respect rules <laughs>
4: Alright so we're at, that's 14 now we have 16 total
2: And I'm going to say from outside knowledge, you didn't be a part of your daughter's life for, like, most of her life until now. Yeah,
4: I do feel bad about that. I feel bad about that, Ginny. I, like, yell at the closed door.
2: (laughs) So I'm going to say you got to do ten backflips. You got to steal a hundred gold and give it to your daughter. I got to write this down. You got to steal a hundred gold and give it to your parents. And you got to say, sorry for the, the, the stuff I did. But in your own words, don't have to use my words. <laughs> um, You got to not do murders to try to feel bitter anymore. Cause that <laughs> shit is weird.
4: Have you even tried it?
2: Listen, Queenie, I'm a goblin. I killed so many things. Okay. Ten years is plenty of time for the murders, and I'm on year 11. <laughs> oh, wow. You're an old goblin. I'm old as hell. Okay. Um And for the final thing, you got to help me figure out a form for confession next time. I feel like I ask good questions, but I can't remember them all. So I need you to write down the questions that felt good for you and felt like they helped you become a better person.
4: I like the accusations more than anything, but I guess that's not what... <laughs>
2: Confessions about it could be between you and me. If
4: you just come in and just start being like, "Hey, I don't like (laughs) you're a bad person for these reasons." To just like anyone who needs confession, like I I feel like that saves a lot of time. They don't have to tell you anything. You just say, "I, you know,
2: you're bad." Yeah, but I gotta make sure I don't miss nothing. Uh, Okay. Okay. What if we will sit down before and you tell me the stuff that you want me to yell at you about, and then I'll just fucking go off. I mean, that
4: still sounds just like confession, but we've added a step now of you berating me, but you're doing it anyway. Well, so. you
2: said it was your favorite part. I don't want to lay you down.
4: Well, it took because I, I, it took the work out of it for me. But so 100 goals for my daughter, 100 goals for my parents, 10 backflips. Did I miss anything?
2: Yeah. And I'd say you have to do something uncool to make someone else look cool. That's how look. you can help people do better while they're alive, which is the best time to help them do better. Well, can't I? why do I have to look uncool making someone else look cool? We can both look cool. Yeah, that's that's about you. That's not about them. You got to show that you have no, what, what, humility. It's about, oh, my
4: God. <laughs> I have to show humility by being uncool?
2: Yeah. You know what I'm going to say? You have to make someone else the hero of this adventure. Oh, Not bro, you. This At again. the end, I don't want to hear no Quinny highlight reel. I don't want to hear it when people come back from Symbia. They're like, oh, Quinny did all these cool backflips and he saved the kingdom. And everyone else just stood around and looked like a dump. No.
4: <laughs> okay. And just so I understand. <laughs> I
2: everyone else to sound cool and I want no one to remember you. That's how we show you're a hero.
4: Right. Okay. Uh,. And if I don't do these things, I just want to understand like what's. I'm gonna have
2: to tell Bubba that you're not going to confession; you're just being a bad boy. I am
4: going to confession. <laughs> this is confession. We you, did it.
2: You wait. You wait. Confession involves you being sorry and doing what you're told. <laughs> <laughs> being sorry and doing what you're told.
4: <clears throat> this is. Oh man, this is gonna take up. This is gonna take up all my fucking free time.
2: Yeah, you gotta be sorry for things. It's been three goblins. <laughs> next one will be shorter but you gotta make up for the goblins
4: oh my god you could
2: have gone to a priest anytime you did it that's why you had to go legally and now this Because religion is stupid hey what (laughs) 12 (laughs) backflips.
4: let's let's make it 15
2: let's make it 25
4: let's make it 30
2: 100
4: maybe
0: i'll shut my mouth
2: (laughs) great start now
0: That's it. That's it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at El Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGee TD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del
2: Borovic, who can be found at DelBorovic.com.
0: Our theme songs are "And Now for That Massive Coronary" and "Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part One" by Peter Gresser. And our ad music is "No Control" and. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time: Christopher Little, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D and D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn 1138, Allerain Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Madre Degatos, Lady Maiden, Garbo Ape, Locke. Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia Delos Hoodless, Squishy Werewolf, Remy, Funky Head, Nomad, The Wise Paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lale, Shulzari, The Long Family, Jordan Oliver, Richard Wright, Brittany Fenwick, Alex Parr, Old Man Mojo, Dragonfly, The Body Barrelers, Megan Werner, A Man Out of Time, Curtis at FingertechRobotics.com, Panda24NN, Shendra D, Your Homeboy Bones, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon, too, at patreon.com slash Dice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you.
2: The
4: Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Edgar said to the interviewer, he was convinced that the thing out there wasn't a vault. At yeah, all. I know what he thought. Dr. Edgars didn't think it was designed to keep things out.
1: I know what he, he thought. thought it was
4: designed to keep something in.
1: Do you even understand the difficulty trying to keep a base like Fathom at the bottom of the ocean from killing everyone in it on a daily basis?
4: Oh my god. Everyone, hold on to something!
3: I think whatever is on the other side of that door out there, it's not friendly. I think it's trying to get out. That, my friend, is a dire combination. That's a bad sign. Get out of the door!
1: It's spreading like some kind of technological contagion. We can either stop it here or watch the world burn.
4: Fathom, the first season of Derelict. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or learn more at derelictpodcast.com.